This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to the preview show edition of the Blue Monday podcast, a three times weekly show looking into all things Ipswich Town. I'm your host, Richard Woodward, and I'm delighted to welcome back Harry from Bath. Harry, how are you doing? All very good, thank you. Very well. A little trip to Ireland back. My son started university over there last week, so um, I've had this surreal experience of the Rosslair Fishguard Ferry, which was very enjoyable. Sounds it's, very uh, rusty. It, it was, <laughs> indeed, there was a lot of bobbing. Anyway, but it was it was it was uh, we got there and back in one piece. So it was a uh, in a way it was it was well timed in terms of with the international break on. I was able to nip that nip over there and back. It was a but it's 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 never a dull experience. But uh, good to be back and good to be able to throw our minds back, collective minds back into footy, starting with Hull this week. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yes. Well, well, yeah, we uh, won't go too, yeah, we'll, won't go uh, too far forward first. We'll, uh, we'll, mm. we'll trawl over Norwich just quickly, if that's all right. Uh, the two I weeks, mean, I, I, I don't know about you, so I went to England v Spain on Saturday. Um, okay. And this uh, Europa Nations League, what have you, I just mm-hmm. can't, so... I just can't get into England uh, or international football unless it's it matters. So unless yeah. it's a tournament, I was sat there at Wembley with eighty odd thousand of the people waving flags and so on, and I just couldn't do it. So I'm delighted that the proper football is back. So proper fo- proper football. Before yeah. we get to Hull, let's let's just go back to Norwich, and um, we have a, a kind of a Blue Monday WhatsApp group, and 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 I think everyone was kind of exchanging text with you as well. Um, that was a bit of a left field selection, wasn't it? Um, and yeah. certainly a bit of a dilemma with the six low knees, and probably not the one that I probably would have expected missing out. We yeah. obviously had um, Gherkin coming in as well. Um, but a, a great news that Walters started. Um, one of those games, I think we were talking about it, Ben and, and, and Dave kind of talked through that well, and, and Mikey as well, about the 1 1 draw didn't really do much for anyone, does it? No. It was a fair result, I think. Yes, if, if we were, we may have been half a goal better than them based on that concerted spell we had, but you just felt neither team seemed to have the quality or the understanding to develop a sustained rhythm for to really take the game and control it for any any great length of time. Mm. Though we though apart from that early second half spell when we actually when I felt we did get the get it by the scruff of the neck, but we couldn't close it out we just yeah. couldn't close it out again and i didn't get my my lovely narrative which was close but a great <laughs> atmosphere in the ground i really enjoyed the game actually yeah um, as much as the yeah. quality wasn't there um yeah. but yeah, yeah just a great atmosphere and um yeah shame we didn't uh, we didn't get the win um yeah I, I, we'll come back to the kind of this the the dilemma of the selections i just wanted to quickly yeah. as well we we obviously like to pat ourselves on the back I get the sense that Farker might have heard some of your discussions about his players and adjusted his selections accordingly because a few of the weaklings that you'd identified, uh, identified mm. didn't make the appearance on Sunday. Um, 
So that's, I guess we'll give us, I'll give you a pat on the back for that we'll one. Have a, thank you. We'll, we'll take brownie points where they're going. Absolutely. <laughs> no, tri- tri- Tribal and Pinto, we, we, we'd highlighted, we felt they were they, they were problems. I mean, he put in errands at, at right back, who I thought did a, it was, was pretty solid. Mm. Um, uh, I think he was well protected, but that, that would have been part of it. And Leitner dropping back beside Tete, I thought was interesting. And I felt when they did have that dominant period, um, the brief one, I felt it was when Leitner was drifting that it's often you see it when a team plays 10 yards further up the field, the whole pattern of the game can change. But I think with them particularly, they, Leitner seemed to be a little bit more unshackled because Teddy couldn't, you know, it's a risk leaving him on his own as a holding midfielder. And I felt that's where they, they I, it, it did give them more of an initiative and it meant that there was more sort of attacking geometry to their play, if I yes. can put it like that. Yeah. 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 Well, let's yeah. see how well we do uh, with yeah. our opponents this weekend. Yeah. Um, and it's Hull City. And I'd been working on a great pun for Hull a week, and I nearly didn't get it in, so I'm going to crowbar it in now. We're on the highway to Hull on Saturday. Um, I'm making the trip as well, so looking forward to that. But uh, a team that's kind of um, two seasons now in the in the second tier, having been relegated from the Premier League, quite, I think they were some six points off survival. Um, and slowly... The, um, the the good players with value are being sold uh, and starting to feel like a bit of a squad that is in a similar state of transition to our own. Um, yeah. We'll talk yeah. more about that in a second. And I just want to dwell on the manager as well, who is... Um, thank you to Mrs. Nuts for asking this question. Um, mm. Nigel Atkins, someone that I um, enjoy hearing from purely because of his great management type speak and um, uh, very David Brenty isn't he Um, um, Mr Nuts asks um, Nigel Adkins says he joined Twitter for educational purposes Um, which of the many books behind you Harry would you lend him to educate him Gosh, or to educate us about him, maybe. I don't know whether it would educate, but I'd give. I think he's given what he's up against. I think he needs a comfort read at the moment. I've got one actually, which is how do you say it? Scunthorpe. Hasta la muerte. If, I, if you forgive the if you forgive the bad language, it's a great read. It's um it's a it's a biography of Alex Garcia. He was a Basque footballer. Not, uh, applied his trade in the in the nineteen nineties, late nineteen nineties. For he's one of those local folk heroes, and yep. it's written obvious love of the club. And I think what because did he start? I don't think he was even was was he a, a physio? Yes, I think That's he's come right, from yes. yeah. He's physio yeah, yeah. and then a coach mm. and then so. It is yeah. a bit of a, I'm not going to say rags to riches, because that's a, I'm falling yeah. into David Brent cliche mode here. Though. He's been on a journey, Harry. Um, He's been on a journey. <laughs> but his press conferences are, are, yeah, are interesting. But um, uh, I don't know, well, I assume they weren't at the same, playing uh, Scunthorpe at the same time. I don't think so. No, he would have been. I think it would have been. He would have been later. But uh, no, yes, that world of key deliverables. Eh, where would yes, we be with that? Passion <laughs> and being on the same page, and oh. yes, all oh. the things that we love to hear. Um, God, no. So yes, yeah, no, so I, I guess he finds yeah. himself in a, in a slightly similar situation to to Paul Hurst. Um, yeah. So yeah, talk us through where they find themselves at. They're they're yeah. a point in two places above us, but as we say, kind of similar story squad wise, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were chatting before before we started recording and we it, we i think we both complete it's the same conclusion there are parallels with ipswich in that it's a team very much trying to find its identity um i think most if you were to ask most tigers if you ask most Hull fans they would they have a lot of sympathy for atkins because i mean run through the players they've lost this who were with them when when they came down and won a portman road the, well they're in the squad they players like keeper alan mcgregor Dawson Clark, Ojibaja uh, was injured to be fair in defence, Larson Mailer, Diamande up front, Hernandez, and then they had that winger, was it Wilson, who played on loan from Harry from, Wilson. Harry Wilson. He was on loan from Liverpool with them as well. Yeah. So they you know, basically they had the guts of the team ripped out. I mean I looked at the numbers just to get an idea. There was a piece on one of the, the whole daily one of the whole local newspaper. The wage bill um, dropped by about 30 million. Um, this is the 2017-18 accounts. Um, they've made a 23 million pound profit to reduce the debt to 63 million, which is now just owned to the Alums, who who really aren't liked. The biggest concern is they seem to be in you know they're in a desperate hurry to balance the books, as they would see it. Um, the fans see it in another way that they're just taking money out of the out, out of out of the club, and the word apathy has come up time and time again, and 
I wrote down here, I mean, apathy in many ways is more worrying than anger. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got falling attendances. There's a, it's basically a shrug of the shoulder. You know, people have hardly missed a game since 95 and, you know, not bothered. You know, Sounds the, familiar, doesn't it? Look up, look up the result in the paper kind of thing. You know, yeah. it's, um, you know, they're, they're at the end of their tether, I think. So I think that's where the anger is actually focused in the, that this, this team on a, you know, if you look at the narrative of decline that they're going through. Um, Atkins, he took over from Slutsky in December. And Slutsky, everybody said about Slutsky, you would buy him a beer. Lovely guy. Yes. Lovely guy. Give me a hug. You know, he was one of these <laughs> really lovely guys. But he couldn't, they were way too open, basically. Yeah. They were way too open. And I think, basically, Atkins came in. Uh, he's he's always generally liked a four-two-three-one shape. He's always, you know, he's, that's he's always he's, that's for, for, if my memory serves me right. He's always certainly three in midfield is his thing, and and protecting the defence. He's he gets them organised, and uh, he um, he he improved the def- the, the, the defensive balance. They were just outside the relegation places when he came. That's where they finished. But yep. the way if the way things were going, if he hadn't come in. They were in they were in free fall. So yeah. he basically he got I think it was about two games two games to go. I think their win at our place didn't. I do think them that was any it, harm. wasn't it? I think they that, ended that up eighteenth, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, they did. I was about to say so, he, he galvanised yeah. them and, and synergised them. Those are the kind of two words that I would David Brenty words that I would use for what he did there, Harry. Yep. <laughs> Cold shiver. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that said, the problem now is I mean, yeah, okay, so cut the guys from slack because again there is a cynical view amongst Hull fans that they have been buying cheaply. They're not buying strategically in a way. They're thinking, who can we get? And it did have a feel of that, that, that ghastly final, the, summer, the final summer of Paul Jewell when you know, they, you know, they're looking to see who can, you know, who's you know, just trawl, trawl, trawling the car boot sale to see who, can, who they can get at a good price. Um, and um, he, so there's no, well, the point being that there's no controlling mind. There's no sense of a, direction yeah. not from Adkins but from the club they're looking yes. to see well you might have your list of who you want but we'll you know you know don't, don't expect to get them kind of thing that's the fans perspective um the one criticism um they do feel that, that the, there is a view there that look if they're going to struggle this year why not take the handbrake off so having been worried about life under Slutsky they're now worried that maybe things are a little bit too cautious under Adkins and maybe they should they should play with a little bit more a little bit more brio a little bit more expre- express expressiveness um other general comments um and these will sound familiar um naivety is one um they keep giving away penalties and conceding late goals yeah. um they they don't the balance of play isn't always reflected in the result and Again, this, these are sounding familiar aren't they harry i mean fly me yeah there's um the, the the fact that they're too lightweight um now i think we've addressed that in the last you know certainly bringing someone like john walters in up front will give us a little bit more st- strength of course they've brought in their own um striker to rough the opposition up and yeah. um, chris martin but um there's a few there are some familiar things playing uh, less of, these are less of issues for us but they have players who aren't quite performing um, they've got two left wingers who haven't played they've got strikers who aren't quite they aren't quite finding the net Will Keane and Nua Diku aren't doing well we'll come on to the players individually in a bit basically they're not quite there this phrase of trying to find their identity I've been looking at Brentford because we've got them on Tuesday and you look at Brentford and you think Boy, they found their identity. You could yeah. name nine at the starting eleven. Yes, it's a very settled squad. It's almost two where, seasons old now, isn't it? That's good. Yeah, it, it is exactly, and you know, and you know the model of play. You know what they're going to do. Whereas when I was looking at Hull, you were thinking, well, we better include him. We better include him. We better include him because you weren't quite sure. You, I could probably name about six confidently of the starting eleven, if that. And then the others, it depends. It depends how, Ad, how Atkins wants to actually. How he wants to cut it. Yes, it's, it's, yes. it's interesting. So, in terms of a style of play, there isn't really one. There isn't a, you know, there isn't. The, 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 you can't say that they've actually come up with a, a definite model apart from just being balanced and being organised and, and having the right players in the right places. Having and, great spirit um, and uh, yeah. passion and, and yes, yeah. I was watching yeah. the, the press, uh, his pre-match press conference, and um, yeah, yeah, those kind of words came up. Uh, and also, an interesting game of we we spoke about this just beforehand as well. An interesting game of pre-match press conference chess as well. Yeah, about who's going to play and who's not going to play. On are they fit? Yeah. And that well, I, yeah. I couldn't possibly tell you. And uh, oh, yeah. that'll be a surprise. Um, yeah, should we yeah. should we try and um, uh, see what we can do to work our way through the team? I, I yeah. suspect it, a nice easy one at, in goal would be Marshall, presumably. Marshall um, goal, or George yeah. Long has came in for the cup games, but presumably Marshall no. with his experience, he will he'll they, start again. 
Yeah, no, long played and they were they played Derby twice in about five days, and the first time the Carabao Cup, and they got belted four nil. Proper men against boys. So you watch the highlights are on YouTube, and they are, you know, they're you know you you they're send a shiver down your spine. Derby. And it was a reserve derby team too, yeah. which concern which concerned whole fans as well because they worried if you get a blitz of injuries, what is, what, what else? <laughs> this is what we've got exactly. That was quite scary. So yeah, he so was quite. No, um, uh, mm. They beat Norwich, I think, four one the under twenty three. Uh, and this going back to this press conference, worth a yeah. watch if you like David Brent and or want to um, learn a little bit more about Hull. But yeah, four one win I think earlier in the week for for their under twenty threes against Norwich. And yeah. he seemed quite pleased with the balance of 20 senior pros, as he said it, and 10 under-23s that were training with the first team as well. So yeah. a good chance that we might see a bit of spice, but we certainly don't think in goal. No, no. It'll be David Marshall. They've been saying about Marshall, whereas we were highlighting Tim Krull as a possible weakness last week. Marshall has been keeping the score respectable. Um, against Stoke, They it was a 2-0 win, but they were getting... Stoke are getting quite a lot of chances and Stoke whatever else about them when they get near the goal they will they will get it on target the phrase string of crucial saves has come up time and time again yeah, yeah. Um, question marks over some of his kicking they say and they'd like him to be more vocal I think with the with the with the with the defense they want him to boss the defense more assertively but no no question marks about Marshall Marshall will be in goal he's a good keeper the back, actually yeah, he's a good keeper the the center backs are interesting um and again two players who they're, they're, they're not very experienced um georgie devis um uh, xpsv um <laughs> he doesn't take prisoners but he launches the ball in a wayward manner <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not the footballing one yeah. and one in, in one pre-season game they said he was massive and he put a free kick out of the ground that this just about sums him up so oh, uh, we know history of them yeah, yeah he's the enforcer he's the stuff, he's, right, yeah. Yeah, he's, He's good in the air. He's good in the air. But I drew a parallel with um, uh, Toto and Siala in that he's. I think he is fundamentally a good centre half, but he's still getting to grips with the championship. And whereas Toto has been giving away yellow and red cards and set pieces, which in a way are more dangerous, um, uh, Devise is giving away penalties, um, and he's he's been very clumsy, um, and the, he gets getting caught out of position. It's more that than anything else. But again, ju- adjusting to the pace, his partner was has been Reese Burke, twenty one year old, ex West Ham, and with him it's the opposite. He's very comfy on the ball, but there's not a lot to him physically. As you so, expect, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so he's yeah he's a, he's a calm and classy centre back. He does win some headers. He's but he doesn't mess around. He has the odd moment, but again, just a lack of experience. But he's he's more the kind of Adam Webster model of you know play it play it out. Um, they've brought in Tommy Elphick, and now we'll come back to this later. He could reply. My guess would be he would replace Davies, who's more accident prone. But they could go through three at the back. Um, and they're they're thrilled to have him because Hull fans are because he's got experience. He played for Bournemouth. He played for Brighton. You know he's got a long track record. He's got lots of games under the lots of minutes, as it were. Um, Villa fans. He came in and started brilliantly at Villa, but then he had a couple of wobbly games, and his confidence seemed to go go to pieces. And they say about him, he's a good lad, he's a good leader, but my God, he's a terrible defender. This was the Villa fans. Wow. Um, when we talked about Villa with Ben, I think it was in the pre in the season preview they 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 would have driven him to the his next club villa fans they really would have you know dreadful a tragic player oh wow well they don't <laughs> hold back do they villa fans? no they don't hold back villa fans no they really don't you know they they've got very high standards and obviously and um so he would crack under pressure i think this is what happened i don't know whether you get this with ranger fans the rangers fans where they talk about the weight of the shirt now, remember that's what they said about waghorn and um when he when when they let him go he couldn't handle the pressure of playing for for rangers and i think there's a little bit of that with villa i'm being i'm being mischievous but anyway <laughs> 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 but anyway, but um, so but Elphick could come in. So that in the centre backs, I think it's just a, they're just a bit raw. You could see Elphick doing a similar job to Chambers there. You know, somebody coming yeah. in and just just okay. Let's 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 put some stability on here. I mean, my media observation from what you described was two in mm. two not inexperienced, but two defenders with frailties that that actually experience would negate if you took one of them out. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Elphick come in there and probably yeah, you've made the right call in terms of. Yeah, a player who's giving away penalties and making routine yeah. mistakes is someone yeah. you want to kind of take out, this, out of the firing line, don't you? Yeah, definitely. It's um, if that's if they go if they play with the back four, which we you know yeah. we, which we'll, we'll talk about. The full backs, um, 
Eric Lehigh, Mr. Dependable, he played for Villa at USA International, um, played, came across from Forrest, yep. which, and that's an odd, I don't know why Forrest let him go, because he's, he's Mr. He is for Mr. Consistency. And they like him, they think he's potential captain material. He's somebody who will get stuck in, a no nonsense fullback, a willing battler. He's comfortable defensively. They'd like he plays him to play both sides more, as well, doesn't he? I think he can play both sides. Yes, but they they prefer him a, a right back because they they've got. We'll come on to Stephen Kingsley in a second, but a do or die leader. But he's the one player in the squad that can do it. They're lacking leaders. They're lacking, you know, this lightweight comment I made earlier. I think Lehigh is somebody who they they would happily see take the captain's armband. Um, but because on the left side, the interesting one, Stephen Kingsley. Now Kingsley is an interesting character because he's he came from Swansea in 2017, but he had a really injury blighted season at Hull last year. So they don't know about it. One of them said the jury. I've seen Kingsley, Stephen Kingsley from most of the games he's played and the jury's still out they don't know enough about him um, he seems to have a very good relationship on the left with Todd Kane which we'll come on to because Kane is actually a converted right back moved or moved across to the left wing okay. it's, it's, such is the world we live in yeah. and, and um there's they, 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 there is a general the, if there's an imbalance within the whole squad um certainly there was in terms of experience until they brought Chris Martin and Elphick in but also I think they don't have enough playable left-sided players. They have two left-wingers who haven't featured. But but Kingsley is a solid left-back. They feel this is a season now when he can actually push on. I had a look at what Swansea fans said about him. and They, they reckoned he's good. He just, he's, not, he's not pacey. He's not necessarily an up-and-down attacking full-back. But he actually does have a cross on him. But he doesn't have the speed to take on and dribble past players. But that could have been benchmarking him at a Premier League level yeah. rather than a Championship level. Sounds similar so, to Jonas, maybe. I don't know if they're the same stature, yeah, though. That's, 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 a, that's a good parallel, actually. One, yeah, but similar similar level, possibly one who's got, who's got, who's got more experience. That's a really interesting parallel. Yeah. Um, so, as I say, that's the, that's the defence. There was, I didn't, I didn't mention, I'm not, I'll just mention um, Angus MacDonald in passing because he's, um, every player has, I call them sort of like Banco's ghosts, players who've drifted out. And um, he's, he is one that, he's ex-Barnsley and he, he, um, yeah, he was laughable in the League Cup game against Derby. He, he was playing the ball out from the back and got booked due to his poor, poor ball control. Um, um, he was very strong last year, but one of them described him this season as a comedy genius. So, oh, wow. well, <laughs> so yeah, it happens. Players, you know, they can they can lose their way. They can, but they, he's. I'd be stunned, given that his last game was that four 0 against Derby. I don't think we'll be seeing him on Saturday. But just just for completeness, onto the central midfield because this is interesting. There is a there is an issue here in that they don't have well they do have a natural out and out holding midfielder but he's he's not very good it was it's Kevin Stewart who they got from Liverpool um, and he went in the deal which I think saw Robertson go the other way if I'm not mistaken oh, wow Liverpool did well they did brilliantly no they did um, um, weak half hearted lacking guts passing the book all the time oh, wow. we, we need him to step up his defensive game but he's so weak in the tackle he's been an absolute disgrace to the shirt every time I see him play he's the one probably out and out tackler the one out and out sit in front of the back four player that they have I think and if memory serves me right I think he featured in the whole game as well uh, against Derby um, when they um, yes he did he he sat in front of the back three they played a back three in that game and that uh, was um, and he was in front sitting in front of McDonald and Derby scored four he won't play on Saturday the, the ones they have got um, they've the two sitters they've generally been playing are Marcus Henriksen and Daniel Batty um, and the Henriksen is the question mark over him is a Norway international ex-Alkmaar um, He's not really a holding midfielder and he's trying to play a role which he's not comfortable with. Um, there was a lovely phrase. Um, I'm trying to trip. I'm trying to tiptoe any way through the horror of this world. A bit like Henriksen in most matches. Oh, wow. Well, this, <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> this is almost Villaresque critique, isn't it, for the whole exactly. match? It's not great. It's a bit he's, more poetic, though. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, tipping, tiptoeing, tiptoeing any way through the horror of this world. He's um, the problem with him is he's, he's. I think he's he's more he's he should be playing further up the field. He's, they're trying to find, shoehorn players into roles where they where they're not naturally comfortable. Um, 
he he can nick the ball away, but he's not he's not a tough tackling midfielder. And the word anonymous kept coming up time and time again, and he doesn't add tempo to the game either. He's and you know he's he doesn't he's 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 not a player to build a midfield around. A passenger I think. to me, yeah, yeah, he is a passenger. I think, um, and uh, and his the, his partner has been Daniel Batty, who's a, a he's a. He, the way they described him, he's, he's he's a young prospect. He's twenty, I think. He's he's one. He's, I'll just check his age, just to get the facts right. He is. Yeah, he's a twenty-year-old. Came through the Leeds and Hull midfield. He's not um, a relation, is he? Of I don't know. I didn't check that out actually. He might. If anybody, I, I, he, we'll he get could tweets, well be. We'll get tweets. Get tweets. We'll have tweets on that. I didn't. I'd I like didn't to think so. If he's come through Leeds, I, that would be nice he, heritage, wouldn't it? It, it would be. Um, the way they described him, he reminded me a bit of Flynn Downs in that not quite as feisty, but he's he's a tidy player. He looks to be involved. He's got a bit about him. Um, but he doesn't really have a full game in him. But he has been often played for full games. He played in the they, in the game the two all it was that the no the defeat they had against Villa. He they lost the game and he he was taken off after an hour. He was cooked by the end of the game. That was the game when Hutton I think scored the late goal for for Villa. He was and I he 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 should have come off sooner. It wasn't a criticism of him. Possibly Atkins didn't get the subs right. But um he's he really at this stage of his career should be a bench option. It comes back to the Ipswich debate we've with Hurst when you've all these young prospects coming through. To what extent do you you know, you know, do what extent do you give them a full ninety minutes? To yes. what extent, yeah, you know, do you loan them out to lower league teams? That's yeah, you know, there's an hour on that one. Um but but the way they described him, he does—he has a touch of Downs about him, more probably Downs than Nidham, in that he's tidy, he's industrious, um, he gets about teams, you know. But he's—and again, he's not—he's not, he's not a defensive midfielder. He, he sounds like more of, again another box to box. Um, the other major regular player for them has been the, there's one we'll come to at the end, but Avandro is he's 32 year old Brazilian ex Porto and he's been playing in the holding in the playmaker role I should say just behind just off the striker but there is a question mark about that because he's as he's given his age yes he's 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 one of those you know he's one of those players he's the name of Andro you think oh you know it's it's you know <laughs> yes. it's a bit I'm you get along with like Ronaldo that. and Romario. Ronaldo, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of Avandro, oh, he's, you know, you know, you go along, you don't know anything about the team. They've got Avandro. Ooh, he'll be good. You know, I remember <laughs> I'll get Ireland, that in the back of my shirt. Yeah, exactly. We played Ireland. I remember. I think we played Russia in the eighties, and they had a guy called um, was Oleg Protozov. And you could see, I was at the game, and you could see everybody looking. Nobody knew anything about him, but he's, he's called Protozov. He's going to be a bit useful. You know, it's that. I, I love the way you, you you do that. You imbue talent on players despite their names. Sounds like um, a type of Gillette razor, actually. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, I have an Arsenal friend who always describes what was it um, was it Yaya Sonogo was it? So he's, he was convinced it was a Korean car. Maybe I shouldn't be saying that. But maybe we should edit that out. Yeah, no, uh, okay, but, that uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to cause offence. But uh, you know, it's that thing where you, you know, you know, you do. We all do it as fans. You go along, and you look at the team sheet, and you don't know any of them. Yes. You kind of go, oh, he might be a bit useful. Anyway, but um, but, but, but go, just dwelling on that point, just really quickly, yeah. Harry, because yeah. uh, having listened to your description of their midfield there. And to be honest, some of the players that are playing further back in defence as well, these are not household names to a lot of people who will be listening to this show, no. will they? These, no. you know, I I know Lehigh and I probably know of Burke, um, yeah. but this midfield is not of the same ilk of the midfield that they've had previously, which is Livermore, Huddleston, El Mohammadi, and you know, yeah. this is this is definitely got a feel of makeshift about it, doesn't it? Totally, totally, that's, that's spot on, Richard. It really is. I mean. On Avandro, you know the, the name. As I say, he you know played for Porto, but he's he's 32. He's he doesn't have pace anymore, and this is what they're saying. He's, and they've been using him as a playmaker. Right. He's been playing off the striker. Um, his mobility is shocking. He's pedestrian, and he just lacks the pace and physique. You know. So again, they're kind of players who, as you say, they're kind of they're shadows of what would have been there before. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. W- what type of system do you think we've got then? Is it is it a midfield three or is it a t- is it a two for a four no, four two or? No, three, three, three all day, three all day. Because the one player, there's, I'll briefly mention John Toral, who seems to have lost his way, another one. Um, he was a really good playmaker who played for Gary Rowett at Birmingham. Yes, I know, yeah. I, I was trying to yeah. re- remember where I yeah. knew from, yeah. Yeah, yeah, really, really tidy player, Arsenal youth player. But they reckon he's not, in the, for the for the 
the mess that Hull are in, which is ironic because Birmingham are in a similar position. Yeah. He's not a, he's not an English league battler. It could well be that he, under Rowett, Rowett brought the best out of him. They felt he should be playing for at Levante or some similar regional Spanish team. They felt lazy and languid. It's He just didn't fit what they were looking for. It could well be the balance because if you think about that Birmingham team, they had players like Keefton Bell. They had and Clayton Donaldson up front who would do all the running. Yeah. And um, so it could well be just that, but um, but they, they don't rate him. The one other player in midfield who may well be back, and this will be a boon if he's in the team, is Jackson Irvine. Yeah, not Australian about him at his press conference. Yeah, he he. I think it was illness. He's he's missed it the last few games, and they have badly missed him. And the the phrase, the comments that the Tigers were saying, he injects flashes of urgency. He gives our midfield legs, proper box to box man, gives it his all. He does make mistakes. They talked about occasionally he can lose his man, but he's got a good engine. He fights. He'll basically he'll give them some urgency, which I think, you know, I would say of all their players, he would be the one you you you'd build a midfield around him, and then see, you know, uh, so he will definitely if he's fit. He will come in and he will be the one that you'd it, it depends where they put him whether they my sense is he would be the one you'd probably put in a slightly more withdrawn role so the 10 to, role, do you think yeah I don't, I don't know but would you would you put him as a ten? i don't know was that too far up would that be too far up i'd wonder whether he would be better off you'd actually sit him you know pl- you know i was thinking how would you configure it it's Possibly like a diamond he, wouldn't you would you want him on the top of a diamond or something like that I don't know. You could do because because with they now with with Martin and we'll come on to Fraser. We'll come on to the strikers in a bit. It'll be intriguing to see how he fits it together. Um, leave out Stuart and Toral, and you're looking at three from Hendrickson, Batty, Evandro, and Irvine. It could well be that you have you keep Savandro in the more advanced role because he can pick a pass. You have Irvine more as a box to box, and then it depends which of Hendrickson or Batty you put in beside him. It could be that Irvine and Batty could could patrol the back, the, you know, could, could patrol the back line. Um, but as you say, they're not really they're not really household names. You know, when you look at Derby, when you look at some of the other teams. Mm. The Villa preview we did, you know, and you were looking at Grealish and, and yeah. all the rest of them. You're thinking, bloody hell, this isn't actually. You're right, the caliber just just isn't there. Yeah. Should we go on to uh, the the forward line let, then? Let's let's have a look out wide. Okay. Um, because they ha- there's, there's no short. This isn't. Now this is. We talked about earlier the lack of left wing balance, um, because they've been playing Todd Kane out out on the left. But we will start on the right because Jared Bowen is one name. Most people will remember he had a brilliant season last year, but he had Harry Wilson as a foil on the opposite flank, which helped him. Um, but there is an issue with Bowen, and this has come up time and time again. Everyone knows he doesn't have a right foot, so they don't let him cut inside. He's been man-marked in a couple of games this season. Blackburn double-marked him, and he was left stranded. Oh, there you go. So he can be nobbled. And they've said that he was, they felt that he blossomed under Slutsky. Because Slutsky, he gave he, Slutsky gave him a free role, and it's that thing, you know, it's, it's a certain manager, you know, if you, a certain player will thrive under a certain manager's way of playing. Whereas Atkins is more disciplined, he's more structured, and Bowen, you know, he, I think, he, you know, he'll have a, he'll have a, he'll be more, have a more of a shackled role to play. So, you, so is he? Do you say he's left and? No, and cuts in on his right, or he, you know, he's 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 on the right wing, and he doesn't have a right foot, so he cuts right. in on his left. Okay, he cuts yeah, in yeah. on his left, so you basically, so you you know, so Jonas stops him going down the side, and Cole skews or whoever, so, you know, just show, you know, just basically, you, you just block him in, and uh, you can you can take him out. As I say, last year he had Harry Wilson causing chaos on the opposite flank, which meant that freed him up to, to you know, it meant he he could stay being destru- he could be destructive, um, and now th- this is the. The Polish conundrum on the left wing, because they have two. We're talking about players with exciting names. They've got Kamil Grozitski and David Malinkovic. You know, Malinkovic—that's a pretty good name, yeah. anyway. But it's, uh, but 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 Grozitski, um, he is a Poland international, and he's probably one of the highest-profile players they still have left at the club. Yeah. Um, they heavily criticised him last year because he was, at times he could be brilliant, at times he just looked as if he couldn't be bothered. Um, and they said if he, was, if he was prepared to make an effort and score a few goals, he could be a hero and get the applause he deserves. He's 30. He was at the World Cup for Poland. He was linked with a move to Bursaspor in Turkey. And then suddenly at the last minute, Sporting Lisbon came in for him. And what were one thing and another, from just reading the narrative from what they were saying, he, both deals fell through. And presumably so, he'd uh, put so all, all his eggs on the, in the basket yeah. if I'm leaving. 
Yeah, exactly. So what do you do? Because he's a you know he's a Polish Poland international winger. He is good. They did criticise him last year. I remember they saying that brilliant with the ball, but don't expect the full back to get any help. That was the one thing they you know he I just I just yeah you know all typical wingers problems in many ways because yeah. he came up at the uh, the press conference as well didn't he but and it the it chat did. was has he reintegrated with the squad and and then yeah. there was some good kind of David Brentes kind of part of the team and they've reintegrated you know so yeah. so that's an yeah. interesting one I guess if if yeah. if he's trying to demonstrate that he's reintegrated in the squad and is willing to put the effort in then maybe he might put in a performance perhaps yeah possibly off we'll the bench see. possibly okay. off the bench yeah Milinkovic is the other one and I just wonder whether Atkins actually wanted this guy um, this guy played last year he's 24 played he's Franco he was born in France but I think he's he's Serbian so he could I think he's eligible to play for Serbia um, he's a right now he's a right footer who cuts in from the left I think Atkins likes inverted wingers um, but he um Flatter to deceive is the phrase here he's he um, gets boxed in by opponents he's he's it's tricks and flicks when they're four nil down rather than tricks and flicks when you're four nil up as it were it's um and he has been used constantly as a bench option and the general phrase there has been i'm baffled by this signing they just don't what's why why have we got him and just reading between the lines that they're talking about i just wonder whether he was Atkins was given him and he's trying to make something out of him but um, as I say he, he did play regularly for Hearts on loan for from Genoa for whom he never played he's, it's one of those such as such as the modern footballing world um, but and he has been used as a bench option I don't know if he'll come on but he's the other so they've got these two away days are great but there's nothing quite like home comforts the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home advantage with McDelivery you win Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there. Supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Excitingly named left wingers who neither have played because, and the player they have put in on the left is Todd Kane. Now, Kane is a 24 year old Chelsea Loney. He had a serious knee injury playing on loan in for Nijmegen in Holland in 2016. He had played for Blackburn in 2013 14. I don't know. So it's no, going no, back no, yeah. years. He was one of these players who was coming through. Technically, he's a right back. But he seems to have worked, and this is where I'd give Atkins some credit, he seems to have got a good relationship with Kingsley on the left. And sometimes you look at teams in terms of partnerships, and they seem to have got, they've got, they've got a kind of good working model, which they obviously looked at in training and it's yes. come together. Now, they think he's actually, in, whole fans think he's actually in his natural role there, because he's, he's a creative player and he can press. But you wouldn't really want that at right back. You know, he's somebody who can press in the final third of the field. He can pick out a killer pass. He can. I think he scored against Derby, if I'm not mistaken, in the league game. He's um, and he's also very good at. <laughs> okay, time. Be, be afraid. He can take a decent corner or free kick. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, you um, don't need to take a decent corner or free kick against us. That's the, that's the problem, isn't it? 
<laughs> oh god anyway yeah, there, there it is i said it um we look less the, the, the other they, they did criticize atkins for taking kane off for the last 10 minutes against derby they conceded a late goal in that game and they felt that he was somebody who gave the team impetus um he's full of confidence he he, he kind of raises the levels of assurance in the team he's that type of player and they, i think they regretted you know they you know you they felt atkins got that one wrong so yeah, as i say so you you know Bowen on the right, Kane on the left, has been what they've what what they've used up to now, and you know whether they could actually, if they did switch to wing backs, that would be an interesting one because possibly with Kane being a fullback, yeah, would you pull him back? You could you could put him you could you could play as a you could play as a wing back whether whether he'd be whether whether I don't know it was, it was interesting it'd be it's yeah. That that's what that's one to reflect on at the end, I think. So that's that. So that's their w- interesting collection of wingers. Um, and again, I, I I echo the point as before that these are not names, as we said, no. like Villa, yeah. Yeah. Um, where you're thinking, blimey, we're up against this here. Yeah. I mean, there are battles yeah. on the on the pitch to be had, and yeah. we'll talk about who ends up at right back. I think it will, if it's Jonas at left back, I think mm. he he'll hopefully do a good job on on Bowen but you you thought you thought he would have Bowen particularly when you when you the other side is 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 less um as i say Kane you know they 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 they're, they're a decent functioning unit on their left but it, it's not it's not it's not Hernandez last no, week no. you know you know it's it's just not um and onto the strikers <laughs> and, and this is where we start to get into yeah. names isn't it because there's a there's a few names yeah there's a few names we recognize yeah um Go for it. So you were going to say? Well, I was, I was, I was going to start with the more pleasant, which is Fraser Campbell, who's obviously had. Yeah. He's quite a. I don't know how old he is, but quite a long career, been quite around quite a lot, but has always suffered from yeah. injuries, um, yeah. and always had moments where you think, brilliant, you know, he's going to crack on and score twenty odd goals in a season, but then he'll get some really cruel injury and be out for a year or two, and it sounds like he's had a really positive start to the season and has started to click. Yeah. So you've got Fraser Campbell, and then you've yeah. got our good friend, um, who, and I'm going to shudder to say this, but I'm going to give him similar feedback that I gave Jordan Rhodes. That I suspect is he uh, is are his powers waning? Is his mm. I haven't said the name yet, Mr. Chris Martin, who mm. is his game is all about settling the back two, isn't he? And all about getting yeah. stuck in and putting himself about a bit. Has, has he got that mobility now? And, and has he still got the eye for goal? Question marks, I guess. And mm. surely enough question marks that Frank Lampard and his derby allowed him to leave. So mm. tell us about Campbell and, and uh, Chris Martin, Harry, and, and who do you think will uh, get the nod? Or both of them, maybe. Um, it's, if they go, if they do, if they have wing backs, the, the, they would be the two certain starters up front if if they do that. Um, Campbell is interesting I think he's. I wonder whether he's a victim of his style of play, um, in that he's so intense, yeah. he's so industrious, he's direct and quick, isn't he? Yeah, and he just never lets up. This is the thing. Most one of them said most players take a breather during the game, but he's like a wasp. He just keeps going with the full intensity of the entire time he's out there. He can't keep it up for ninety minutes. Generally, he's cooked after an hour, and he comes off. And I think as much to protect him from injury as to protect him from himself, almost because I think you know often. You know, players can't. You know, they are in the heat of battle. Not, they can't change their model of play. Yes. I think that's just that's just how Campbell is. Maybe he just, he's a bit of his own worst just, enemy as just, well. He's he's on it all the time. Yeah. I think. You know, they talk about his defensive headers at corners as well. His tracking back. He's just. You know, he's just as I say. He's a he's he's a, he's not quite the Jurassic bunny because he can only last an hour. But he's also involved in so many of the best chances that they create. And actually, this is something that's interesting. Um, the lack of finishers is something that they talked about. I mean, it goes back to the Norwich game when we did have those chances and we just get getting them on the target was the key. Um, it's a similar thing. Bowen, which just briefly mentioning Bowen again, he can't finish. That's, that's the, he is a threat for that reason. Um, Campbell is not so much a finisher, but he does, he's a, he's a creator. He, okay. he, he is involved in so many of the best chances that he, he can't, he's, he's not, not saying he can't finish. They've got, there's a, two other players who they, they've got weaker strikers than that. Martin, we know can, and you you summed up Martin brilliantly with what you said. They, looking at what Hull fans have said, you've got a lightweight team, 
you need Chris Martin. He's a bullying forward. Um, and they said, one of them said, uh, he said, I just had a derby mate thanking me for taking Martin off them. They thought he was idle and we shouldn't expect him to run too much. And the retort to that was then from another um, Hull fan. He said, he's criticised for his laziness, but people don't take his football brain into account. He doesn't need to run around like a headless chicken. He's a clever and he's a dangerous player. And I, I and I'm, having seen him live, I don't think he likes us. I don't think he, I think there is a, <laughs> I've been I'm being diplomatic here, but I've, I've watching him live at games. You know, he enjoys scoring against us, doesn't he? He enjoys scoring, and he and he enjoys letting us know he's out there. Yes. Um, and I always felt as well that he had Tommy Smith's one-footedness worked out. Yeah, that and derby actually, goal that he scored, the, the yeah. one nil in the uh, playoff season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, it was all he's, about Nels, wasn't it? Yeah, he's clever. He's yeah. absolutely clever. And I must be honest and say I would have been more worried about him up against Enciala than I would necessarily. I've only seen Pennington for yeah. one game. That 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 Martin and if Ciala, he can draw a foul or a mistake out of it, you know, it's a yellow card, isn't it? And he's clever. He yeah. is very very clever. So and he was he couldn't play against his parent club because he just moved across from Derby and that was the game they played just before the international break. So he's um yeah he's he, he the, 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 there is every likelihood he will feature at some point during the game. Two quick mentions to two other strikers who. Are may feature, but they're, they're, they are quite peripheral. Will Keane, former Manchester United Will youth Keane player, was supposed to have a he was really yeah. highly thought of, wasn't he at United? Yeah. Yeah. It's just not happened for him. No, um, he, ha- he has the occasional good game. They, the one win they had was at, at Rotherham, and apparently he was brilliant in that. But again, he's another player. He's he'll have the occasional good game, but he's not necessarily a threat. I think again he's had injuries which have kind of blighted his career, which have broken things up. But he's not he's not necessarily a threatening footballer, and he's certainly not a striker. You know, I don't know where you'd play him. Whether you drop him back deeper into the into in, you know in you know maybe he'd be better further back or out wide where you'll have more space to operate. But um, is he a but Dre, Jay Rodriguez type really? He's not a poacher or an out and out. He's no. you know, drops into space maybe and creates stuff as well. Is that yeah? It could be that that he's you know because he is technically very very good, but he's he doesn't seem to most most strikers like we just talked about Campbell and Martin, and they've got very definite. Models of play. Yes, I don't. I actually don't. I'm not sure Keane actually has one. He'd be the. He's the. He's. He's. He'd be at the bottom of the pecking order. And with Martin coming in, I think Keane will have plenty of time to rebuild his game. If mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I, uh, yeah, I'd. I'd be stunned if he plays. The other player who's worth mentioning, and this is a name people will remember, is Nua Dicko. <laughs> um, he's a kind of right winger, stroke striker. He played in that great Wolves team for a jacket with them. Um, there was him and was it Sacco was on the other side. Yeah, and a full a full bay up front. Um. For all his industry, he can't finish and he doesn't link effectively. Um, full of effort and fight, but he he just can't finish. Full of energy, finds himself in wide areas. The other problem is when you're playing one up front with Dicko up front, and they, they criticise him for this regularly, He will his instinct is to pull wide and put the cross in. But if he's the lone striker yeah, and he pulls wide and puts the cross in, yeah. you've... you've, you've <laughs> You've got a problem. <laughs> so, um, I'll just chase onto it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he said, unless he can cross to himself. Um. It's, but he's a, but for, for all that, he's wholehearted. There's no question of attitude or ability. But it's just it's that kind of it's often the thing with wingers that they don't necessarily fit the wider model of the team, and um and I think Dicko might fall into that trap a little bit. But then again, you know, maybe he could play. You could switch him wide, and you know, you've him wide, and you've got Martin in the middle because Martin, he not only is he a He's a finisher. He's a bully, and him and him and if you just play him and Chambers, it'll be great fun. Mm. But he's also good at bringing other players into the game, which is yeah. what he used to do with Derby all the time. So if you have these other midfielders like Evandro or Jackson Irving breaking from midfield, yeah, you've got Martin up front. Then that 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 you know that that's a model they could build on. Yeah, and it's super attacking. But the thought that I have is, mm. you stick Martin in purely to upset to to. Um, to chase down and harry our centre backs yeah. to potentially yeah. win the ball back to then yeah. free it up for your to your wide players and and or, and or Fraser the Campbell. Way, yeah, everybody then coming in every, to link up play and it's that thing again. A player in the way we're looking for John Walters to move us ten yards further up the field. Yeah. Your sense with Hull is that they're trying that that's that's what they would hope Martin would give them because Campbell can't really do that. He's more. He's great at closing down. You know, he's chasing and hurrying and pressing. That's yes. what he does really well. But he's, it's just a different, a different style. Yeah, interesting. It that's is. A, so so, that, so that's that's what we're that's what we've got to deal with on Saturday. It's an interesting team, as you say. Nothing to strike fear into the soul, but uh, yeah, but but a few potential 
a few potential thorns there, all right. I yeah. Need to dress. yeah. Harry, that was fantastic. I sat yeah. back and admired that um, meticulous mm. bit of research. Um, so thank you for that. Um, thank you. I'll chip in a few questions and then we'll uh, we'll chat about what we could do about Hull. Um, I mm. a, this question from Jack. Um, I'm only going to go with half of it, Jack, because the second half of the question uses the dreaded R word, and I think it's a little bit too early to be using the dreaded R word. So, but you can take you can presumably understand what the R word is when I ask the question, which is, um, do we feel that this is a must-win game? What's your thoughts, Harry? It's it it if we do win, we're suddenly up to around the the hallowed shire of fifteenth. And it it does take Praise the pressure. Me. Let's off. just stay there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, and it it, ta- it does take the pressure off. Um, whole fans have been saying that they're not looking down on us. They're not pejorative about beating the likes of Ipswich or anything like that. But um, there is. They were saying it. It does have a little bit of a six-pointer feel to it. Not so much in terms of, as you say, disastrous final outcomes, but in terms of defining the next couple of months. Mm. That um, you know, a, you know, a poor display and a defeat. Could you know? Could could we? You'd end up adjusting your expectations off the back of that. Um, it's a hard one. Dare I say this? Hull. They were saying over this season and last season have lost their last six home games. Um, Harry, please don't. Sorry. You know how good we are at ending people's bad runs. I remember Bristol. I'll never forget that one. <laughs> God Almighty. No. Anyway, but that's. We're here um, to help. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Indeed. Yes. That's good. Come on. Hold. Hold my beer. No. It's. Uh, we'll see. They. They. They do. Look. They. The, 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 the parallels between the teams are are obvious as I say they're both teams trying to re- rebuild themselves uh, you, you there's two ways to look at you know a defeat I, I, I don't think it's as absolute as a relegation six pointer oh, I'll use the wrong it, word oh. I'll use it no I'm going to say because it's, it's, it's absurd I mean the clocks haven't even gone back yes. but um, it's a uh, it's but it could indicate a sense of direction both in terms of the performance I mean if we can if we go out and we actually don't flatter to deceive and actually get the result that the football deserves well, you know that's you know then then we kick on and then right you know we're, we're properly on our way then yeah yeah. I mean, September yeah. is uh, let's ignore Brentford on Tuesday. Um, yeah, these are games that we want to be winning really, aren't they? Um, yeah. Starting yeah. on Saturday. Um, yeah. So fingers mm. crossed. I mean, yeah. Mm. I, I, hearing your assessment of Hull, though, you know. There is an opportunity there. There is, you know, that is a game that we should be looking to win, given yeah. their run. You know, that, yeah. the only difference between us, as far as I'm aware, um, is that they managed to beat Rotherham away, which we didn't, which we and they didn't, picked yeah. up in a point somewhere else. Um, I've yeah. heard the same kind of things about performances have been okay, and maybe results haven't um, um, been merited, um, but they are conceding silly goals just as we are. Um, yeah, th- these last two weeks, you'd like to have think we've been working on stuff and I guess yeah. some really um, yeah really insightful questions insightful and inciting questions um, from um, our friend Mullet and Adam as well Adam Flat. Um, uh, what's your view on whether the Norwich um, performance but also the the system that he went with which I think was almost a two up front which I don't think we were expecting him to go to um was that a one-off? Was that a uh, an assessment of Norwich's strengths and weaknesses and an assessment of the fixture, which is a bit panto, isn't it? Let's be honest, it's not a normal mm. football match. It's it's high drama and it's big atmosphere and it's crunching tackles. Um, yeah. Was the, the Norwich selection a one-off and we go back to this one up front? Um, or, as Mullet sort of said, has he now positively rejuvenated the squad despite the results? Um, and we stick with that. I... It's a difficult one to know, isn't it? It's there's there's a, there's a lot to unpick. Um, he's not absolutely wedded. He's he's wedded to a model of football using width and using industry. Hurst, no question about that. But I don't think he's necessarily wedded to formation. And therefore, there were games when he was at Shrewsbury, and not just at the beginning when he was trying to be, build the team together. He wasn't afraid to go with two up front, or or to have not so much a four one four one, but to have you know, to have one player, one of the three midfielders, playing virtually as a striker—it's all—it's all kind of shades, really. It's—it's it's shades of emphasis. So he, you know, and he—he he wasn't afraid to go direct if if circumstances justified mm. it. Um, so in that sense, yeah, I don't—I don't know. Um, the, the, uh, 
the um i think to some degree his hand was forced a little bit i think with walters coming in because i mean you look at the list of players that he has brought in and it goes back to the fact that I think Mick Mills even picked up on the fact that it's this thing of doing too much too quickly I mean looking at all the players that we have come in the the kind of the lower league prospects and the low knees it's fair to say I would say two have clicked for me and that is Donassian and Edwards and Donassian of course didn't play on Saturday Mm. or on Sunday on Sunday I mean but um, you look at the others Chalaba, Nolan Eden and Siala Jackson, Harrison they're they're all on their way but that's a hell of a lot of players to have on their way, yeah. if that makes sense. It's 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 you know they'll get there. You can see there's none of them. The one player I think um, I would wonder about, and I think it was a gamble, is Jordan Roberts. Actually, I think okay, he's yeah. the one. He's the one who I'd be most I'd be most concerned about. I think he, but I think as I say, he was a gamble. Um, th- so in the sense of it being an admission of weakness, possibly if if Hurst was doing too much too quickly, um, it's. It, has he positively rejuvenated the squad? I think it is more balanced in terms of ability and experience. Um, I think we've got a very capable new centre-back. Um, I think Pennington looks to me to be a bit of a Cameron Vickers. He played some lovely balls out as well as just being... He had that sense of composure mm. about him, which actually I think will take the pressure off Inciala. So you can use Inciala, but he won't be suddenly having to go into the the pressure cooker of every week, every week, you know, trying to you know learn in a hurry, as it were. And just as equally having um walters up front i think that will do the same thing for harrison and jackson i think um i think in that sense it's the, the, the late business has rejuvenated the squad um as i say the transfer is not having an immediate impact it's obvious that they you know it's it will it will take time yeah it will take time yeah that, that, yeah that, that, to be fair so. to molly i guess i've i've pitched his question in a way that suits my agenda which um mm. I, I i came away from the Norwich game thinking that the selection was um, a direct link to the opposition and the game. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll see what happens on Saturday, whether he goes back to the same kind of structure. It's a difficult one, isn't it? But as you say, um, and similar to another Jack, Jack Phillips has kind of asked um, Harrison or Jackson at the weekend. I mean, there's an argument for none of them and Walters to be the, the low man up front with Edwards um, and mm-hmm. another at, at left wing, uh, I guess. Yeah. Should, should we ever bash at the team? Yeah. Or let's let's that. go yep. through it. I mean, I, I think uh, it sounds like Gherkin has has got the nod as you'd expect. Um, I yeah. think it, it, Mick would have done something similar. I suspect if if Gherkin had, had found his way in the team under Mick and had had given him no reason to drop him, then I think Mick would have kept with Gherkin as well. So I think that's consistency. Yeah. We expect it will be Nudson. Chambers, and then here's where we start having a dilemma about our centre back and whether Danassian comes back in or whether he is he's the sick loney that is is uh, sacrificed. Any thoughts on that one? Um, I'd love to have Danassian back in. I think he's a, he's a decent up and down fullback. He, he's I wouldn't have him as a centre back. I think he is. Accrington fans. I know there was somebody came on TWTD and said he felt he was more of a, a centre back, but I don't think he is. I think everything I've seen about him is that he's. If he's going to move anywhere, it'll be further up the field. Yeah. No, I, I, I wouldn't change the centre backs from Norwich at all. I just felt okay. let let them let them work together, and I can see, I can see it being two out of three. It'll be interesting where we are in March with those three actually. Um, if Inciala and Pennington make the progress that I think they will, oh, but that's, if James that's, Collins comes as Collins comes Collins in as well. Comes, yeah, exactly. Um, it'll be interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's that's the back line. I would, I would prefer. Sorry, who's your right back? Sorry, is it, is I, it Pennington I, I, and Denassian? Sorry. I would, I'd love to have Donassian at right back. Okay. I just feel he's more, you know, maybe Spence or a more defensive one for, for when we we're not doing Brentford, but you know, <laughs> thank God, goodness, you know, you know, <laughs> what's his name? Ben, ben Rama is absolutely causing mayhem on one wing, and then um, Marley uh, so Watkins, I should say, is not uh, Ollie Watkins on the other wing. I should say, you know, they're, you know, you, you might want, you know, I'd, if if Donassian was going to play in a game, I'd, I'd have him against Hull. Yeah, yeah. And then um, hopefully, uh, Scoose was excellent against Norwich. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that Scoose is, is fit, but um, we'll see about that. Yeah. Um, are we back to this kind of traditional midfield three arrangement, do you think? So it'll be I'd Nolan thought, and... I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd have thought so, because that's what they play. They, 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 they'll, they will have a midfield three. Yeah. No question about that. Um, so Scoose, Nolan, and who? Eden or Chalibur, I guess, isn't it? Mm. Or Downs? Um, possibly. 
I quite um, like Eden. I've decided. Mm. Um, but uh, I wonder whether the uh, the more I see Chalabar, I know he's. I, I think we've agreed that he's a he's a good um, quality footballer who's who's learning the game. Yeah. <clears throat> I do wonder whether his loan has caveats about playing time. Mm. Yeah. And I wonder whether he will have to feature at some point. Yeah. I think looking at the the kind of slightly flaky whole central midfield. I think a bit like with Norwich last week, I think we could get after them there. I really do. They don't have a natural holder. To sit. I mean, Irvine, they'll probably use there to, I was trying to piece their team together and I had Irvine behind Hendrickson and Evandro in some sort of shape or form. Um, and I, I just think that if you were to put put pressure on that position, that it could actually, it, it could unlock, it, it, you, you could push them back and you could actually dominate them there. So, Rather than Skews and Chalaba, which I think would be what you'd use against Brentford. Mm. Um, um, Brentford, interestingly, we're not going to talk about them, I know, but you need to know the one game that they lost was against Blackburn, and Blackburn pressed the living daylights out of them, just okay. to pass that on. High press is the forward. Yeah, that's just, 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 just squeeze the midfield, particularly. Oh, the midfield, there is okay. actually, yeah, sorry, but that's, that's for another day. Anyway, but so you'd say Skews, Nolan, and I'd say not Chalaba, but again, another midfielder with a forward dimension that's my sixpence worth on it okay. in midfield yep. yeah and okay uh, there were some opinions quite um forthright <laughs> opinions on uh, jordan graham's appearance uh, against norwich do you uh, think he gets the benefit of the doubt and gets back in I'm a, I'm a or is he the lonely that gets yeah. sacrificed perhaps I'd, he's, i i i have my doubts i really do i'm with dave on this i really am it's um he's everything about him says brilliant for six games a season and you're not which quite sure which the six, it's the it's the jet world. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I hope I am, and I apologise if I am. I'm sorry. But you've got Bowen on that side, so you need somebody who's going to be prepared to get back and maybe give give maybe a hand. Eden, then. If, yeah, may, may, could be Eden actually. That would work as long as he um, doesn't get sent off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a bit like um, lock stock. Will everybody stop getting shot? Will everybody stop. <laughs> will everybody stop everybody getting, getting sent shot. off? Everybody stop. Exactly. Everybody stop getting sent off. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it's like that. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, Eden could be fine on that side. Actually, I think that would that could work. Oh, yeah, particularly, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 peppery, and if he oh. sorry, there's, there's the word. It is hashtag peppery. No, he is. But him up against, you know, I think, you know, particularly if Lehigh's just got off the plane from from yes. playing for the United Doesn't States. Doesn't know what day it is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, hey, hey Teo, meet meet Eric. Um, so that's fine. And Edwards obviously. On Edwards the other has side. made that's that role his own, hasn't he? That's, yep. that's, yeah, it has. Yeah. So then it's then a question of you see now the Jackson Harrison debate. I, I'll, you'll hear me say this all the time. Jackson cannot play out wide. I just don't think he can. The Accrington fan said, no, not a winger, not a winger, not a winger. He's got to be played centrally, breaking through. He can drift out wide, but his station is central, whereas Harrison can play out wide and attack in the way, very similar to Walters, I think, where he can actually run in and and, and sort of smash into defenders with a bit of with a bit of distance. He can use the space in a different way. But that that's my that's my theory anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you've Edwards on one side. You see, you could argue to put Harrison on the other side and to have Walters up front. Is that a bit mad? I don't think it is. I I, I, I don't see how you can leave Walters out. Um, no, you Because can't, he was no. so important against Norwich. I guess yeah. the benefit of and the system was both... You had two strikers. Yeah. He brings everyone up the field. He does, yeah. It was... And yeah. first half, which was terrible, he was really yeah. good at that. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't see how you can leave him out. Um, no. And I think he'll be looking to make a point, given his issues with uh-huh. our former manager... Or the a former former manager, Mr. Keane, um, with the Island squad during the week. I think John Walters oh, yes. will want to play. Oh, um, he will. Well, let's yeah. see. It's an interesting one. It, you know, we'll see. And, and as I say, the questions we've had. Apologies, we haven't had time for all the questions. We've had questions from Harry and um, Harry and Barry mm. and uh, uh, Chris as well. Um, but mm. Mullet's point and, and Steve's question as well about these players. It will be an interesting um, mm. to see whether. Could... The, sorry, go on, Harry. Yep. Quick, quick one-liner. Steve's question about is Hurst building the Shrewsbury team that he would have created had they gone up? No question about it. Okay. I think if he Shrewsbury had gone up, he would have taken that same group of players, but he'd be bringing in players like Chambers and Gherkin. Right. He'd be bringing in the he'd be bringing in the experience, whereas here he's got the experience and he's overlaying it then with his yeah. That's that's oh, my okay. yeah. That's yeah. But we'll see tweets. on Saturday whether um tweets tweets tweets, tweets, tweets yeah. Let yeah. us know. Yeah. Um, yeah. An interesting debate. Yeah, um, 
We'll see how close we've got on Saturday, whether it's too up front. Yeah. I th- I'm sure there'll be WhatsApp exchanged. Um, yeah. Let's do um, let's do some plugs. Co- go on, Harry, you do yours first, and I'll uh, go through all uh, the Twitter handles yeah, that we've now got. Uh, the, the notes um, will go up on TWTD tomorrow, usually around lunchtime, so um, with formations and videos of their three previous games, so give you a little bit more uh, a little bit more texture on that. And I will link it on Twitter at on at Harry from Bath Brilliant. you can find all, all the pieces I put together usually go up that, that, well they all go up on there so you can find anything I've written on there yeah. fantastic thank you Harry um, you can follow me at Ips Rich you can follow the Blue Monday channel at Blue Monday ITFC uh, you can follow Ben at Benjamin Bloom Dave at David Diamond 3 Mikey at Mikey Smith 13 Mikey underscore 13 I should say Smith 13 I've botched, I've botched that haven't I poor Mikey Mikey underscore Smith 13 there we go uh, at Joe Fairs and Statman at Chompex 3 um, Harry fantastic job as always thank you I really enjoyed that I just sat back and I said thanks Rich I just enjoyed listening to that and I feel very much mm-hmm. informed and hopeful I think for Saturday for the trip up to Hull I um, and hopefully um, see a number of you there thank you for listening thank you for your do send us your tweets and your thoughts definitely um, and we shall see and we will be back next week to hopefully hopefully it's a win on the board fingers hopefully. crossed certainly maybe it'll come on Tuesday maybe we'll just be totally surprised and we'll figure it out against Brentford but probably not <laughs> Harry well, thank you very much thank you Richard it's been an absolute pleasure have a great weekend everyone The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.